Episode number 13 of the YXE Sports Podcast. It is now the second edition of the YXE Sports Podcast because Ray Morrison, who joins me again. Hello. Before it was called the Matt Morrison Podcast. That's right. Now it's called the YXE Sports Podcast. So this is actually episode two. Yeah, I guess. Really? Yeah. Um, okay. I know yep. a couple weeks ago you were really excited because we were on Spotify. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, Couldn't uh, stop thinking about it. Now we're on iTunes. I know. Uh, our producer extraordinaire, Ian Roach, sent me that note. Do you know what iTunes, iTunes is? No, but I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> I hear good things about iTunes. It oh, might catch man. on. It is the... This iTunes thing might catch on. <laughs> it is the week of March the 23rd, as, uh, of course, uh, Canada and Saskatchewan, of course, we're still going through some situations, um, and, uh, of course, the COVID-19 pandemic uh unfortunately uh yeah. it sounds like the canadian hockey league has canceled the 2019 2020 20 playoffs so that's the whl the qmjhl and the ohl which means no memorial cup and if that holds true it'll be the first time in the memorial cups 102 year history yeah. that it won't be handed out well and you know it is funny because we talk about you, you look back on the stanley cup and you hear about the the pandemic from a hundred years ago, and you think, man, that must have been something. And here we are, a century later, kind of living through the same thing. So, you, yeah, no, it is. It's sad for all those young athletes across the board. You think about, uh, you know, those Memorial Cup players, and um, you know, guys that are in their twenty-year-old year that aren't going to be able to kind of realize that dream. That's a that's a tough one. And Kelowna as well. Kelowna, of course, was poised to host yeah, the twenty twenty right. Memorial Cup too. Yep. So. I mean, all the work and all the effort that they put into that, yep. unfortunately, is... Well, I mean, as far as the city is concerned, I mean, we'll wait and see what the Canadian Hockey League does. Uh, they might just push everything back a year, and who knows? Yeah. Kelowna might host the 2021 uh, event. I mean, uh, it, it is frustrating, though. A lot of work does go into that, and to see it dashed by something like this. I mean, it's common sense. Nobody is, I don't think, from what I've seen or heard, I don't think anybody is absolutely outraged but yeah. you can just imagine the disappointment of not being able to uh stage such a great event if you're the team but not only that if you're the city if yep. you're the city of Kelowna I mean things like this are boy they drive economic engines they do so much um it's funny uh I was chatting with Will Loftall who's the head of Sastel Center and he's a big basketball fan and he was showing me an interview that Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, did. And he said, you know, for us to restart, he said, there's three options if we decide to get going. One, everything's back to normal. Two, we play in front of empty arenas. Or three, and what Adam Silver would like to see when this pandemic passes is maybe an all-star event in July or August or something whereby – money can be donated from that event to charities that have been affected because of this pandemic. So it's, it's, you know, it's not just the sports world, but this is just something that has just brought the globe to its knees that there's really, you know, no answers for. We haven't, you know, this is a, this is a generation that's never gone through anything like this. I don't think any league, whether it be major junior, junior hockey or whatever, or NBA, NHL, yeah. I don't think any of those leagues would want to play in front nope. of empty arenas. Right? Well, and it's kind of funny. Um, I know one of the things you did want to talk about this week was the IOC and Canada's decision not to send athletes to the Tokyo Games, which, by the way, is the right thing to do if they decide to 
stage this in six or seven weeks. But the fact that the IOC hasn't called it yet, as of March 23rd, right now, um, I don't believe the IOC, I think they're still waiting. They're still hoping that this is going to be something. And I just, well, I you thought know, I saw something today. You, oh, you, maybe. Keep, you keep going. Well, I'll, maybe I'll, if, I'll if, if, the, if the IOC has said that, that's fine. But, you know, you, you know, you, you were talking about the disappointment of athletes, right? And not being able to compete in an event like the Memorial Cup. Well, think about the Olympics every four years. I mean, those athletes train, uh, for an event every four years that uh, may not happen now, but I, I don't I don't think it will. Um, but see, that's also something whereby you can understand the infrastructure and you can understand what goes into an Olympic Games, whether it's stadiums built or infrastructure being put together. That is something that could just be an asterisk, maybe that you could stage literally in 2021. You so know, yeah. The ahead. article, the article that I just have right now, it's from the USA Today Sports, but uh, it was from the IOC, and I know a lot of different people were reporting it. But the 2020 Tokyo Olympics will be postponed, likely to 2021. Okay, yeah. Veteran okay. IOC member Dick Pound says so. Yeah. In that situation where you do push it back a year, yep. Uh, I think the it's city, the right thing to do. Okay, right. It's yeah. the right thing to do. But if you're the city, so if you're Tokyo, or if they push the Memorial Cup back a year in Kelowna, yeah, I think you're okay there. Yes, it's a lot of planning and stuff like that, but at least it's not yeah. off or not. No, right? exactly. Um, yeah, I, I just don't know. I mean, good on the IOC. I have many and have had many questions about the IOC's motives on many things. Uh, the fact that the, the line a couple of weeks ago was, well, we'll kind of wait and see until the last possible second. And I, you know, I, I, I never did understand that. And finally, it was the Canadian contingent that said, well, we're not sending our athletes. And so the IOC has finally said, no, uh, you might be too young to remember some of the boycotted games, but the 1980 Olympic Games, that was about uh, the 19 years, not the 1984 yet, yeah. Olympic Games in Los Angeles, the Russian <laughs> athletes boycotted that. So this isn't the first time that athletes have had to to miss out. This time, not because of political reasons, but because of a of a pandemic that we have just not seen before in our lifetime. So the Russians went from not being in the Olympics at all in 1984 or whatever it was to cheating at the previous <laughs> past yeah. Olympics. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Well, and you know, it, yeah, it's <laughs> it, <laughs> there's a long a long history of yeah. uh of Russian decisions in sports with their athletes so you just you got to shake th- your head. Up. You got to think if IOC if the IOC didn't come out today and say that they were postponing the yep. Olympics, other countries would have followed what Canada did earlier on the weekend, right? So Canada said they're pulling yeah. out. You got to think if the IOC said, no, we're still planning to go ahead with this, other countries probably it only would have been a matter of yeah. time. Yeah, right? no, and I, I don't know what kind of games you have with, you know, only part of the globe taking part or competing in it. I mean, it really puts a it really puts a damper on it. I, and, I mean, I know that there are some who consider the, the games where – Countries have boycotted. Uh, even some people want asterisks beside those games when records have been set or whatever because some of the major athletes from major countries weren't at those games. So, yeah, no, this this is the right call to put this summer's Olympic Games off. Again, like I said, this is something that we just have not seen in our lifetime. 
the IIHF Men's World Hockey Championship has been postponed yep. as well. That was supposed to go uh, middle to end of May in Switzerland. Uh, again, it sounds like they're just going to push it back one year, so Switzerland will still be able to host the yep. games in 2021. So good on them. But uh, we were kind of talking before the recording here, and I mean, we're about, what, a month, maybe a little bit longer before the CFL season yeah. is supposed to get underway. Yep. That might be in serious jeopardy now as well. Well, and that is a ticket-driven league. That's not a league that has tons of corporate sponsors and massive television deals. That is a the Canadian Football League is a ticket-driven league. So, yeah, what happens if middle of May you can't have training camp because that's not all that far away. We're talking literally less than two months away before the start of training camp uh, for the CFL teams. I have reason to believe, or I would think, just being around this lake for as long as I've been around it, that they will try to have a 14-game schedule okay. or maybe a shortened schedule or something like that. I just don't think the Canadian Football League, Matt's in a position not to have a season. Yeah, I no, really sure. don't think that they can afford not to play for lots of reasons. One, it is an economic driver in markets like Saskatchewan and Winnipeg. Um, and two... Um, in markets like Toronto and BC, where you can't get the media to talk about them when they are playing, I mean, they are really off the radar if they miss a year. You know, then it's a real problem as well. So, obviously, we'll see where the pandemic goes, first and foremost. But um, I think that the Canadian Football League will do everything in their power. And they may try more so, I think, than maybe even any other league to get their seasons in. Because, like I said, it's not sponsorship driven it's not television driven it is ticket driven and they need that revenue to kind of pay their people and it's going to be interesting to see if if that season for whatever reason does get canceled or gets postponed the relationship between the association and the canadian football league going into last year wasn't terrific right so now you know you can bet you that the association is going to dig in and try to do what they can for players if players are relying on game checks and Let's say there's only 14, if any, yeah. or 16, if any. Uh, that could uh, that could be more choppy waters between the association and the and the league, depending on how this plays out. Well, and you talk about potentially not having a season at all. I'm in agreement with you on that, as I think the CFL is going to do whatever it needs to do to ensure that they have some sort of season. But Regina is supposed to host the Great yep. Cup in 2020 as well. Yeah. So, I mean, just getting to a spot in November well, where that might not be a thing would be, I think, not necessarily a disaster, but it would, would, wouldn't be very good for Regina and the CFL in that situation. Well, either. no, but, the, but I mean, like every other, like you and I talked about the Memorial Cup. I mean, I guess there is no reason to believe that the Canadian Football League can push the Great yeah. Cup back to 2021 if they weren't going to have one in 2020. But I just for the reasons I've outlined, I think it's, it's a league that is going to try everything in its power to get some sort of season in even if it's abbreviated because it uh, it it needs it for survival there's just markets that can't afford for many reasons not to have a CFL season happen of any kind yeah no i'm uh, yeah. in 100% agreement with that they wanted to start the CFL earlier this year too right like earlier yep. in the, they the did. june yep. or whatever but, I mean, it used to start right around Canada Day all the time. So even yeah. if you had to push it back a few weeks, still get your whole 18 games in, have that yeah. great cup later November. It's, you know what? This, this pandemic is just so unpredictable. Yep. Uh, on the day that you and I are recording that, March 23rd, I actually saw some 
tweets from the Atlantic and from Central Canada that they were optimistic that, you know, um, some of the numbers were kind of trending okay. And then in Saskatchewan, we learned that uh, there were 14 new cases, which as of March 23rd drove the total um, COVID-19 case mount in Saskatchewan to 66. Right. So you just, you just, it's just so hard to predict um, what it's going to take to get through this, this, uh, extraordinary time for sure. The uh, NHL kind of released a little bit of a statement today, not really, and this kind of irked me because they basically <laughs> they basically came out and said that they have nothing to say. So why would you come out and say anything at all if you have nothing to well, say? Well, you're trying to stay in the news cycle. Oh, that's just you're trying to stay in the news cycle. That's so. just yeah. terrible. But anyways, um, yeah, they really. I don't think they want to cancel the season either. I think the best case scenario for the NHL from what I saw yeah. is that they want to A, hand out the Stanley Cup this summer, whether it be June or July, yeah. and not have a shortened 2020-2021 season. Help me with this. Were they looking? Were they not looking at taking a look at the season where it ended now Yes, uh, and look at the winning percentages? Winning percentages, yep. That was the top, one, of the, one of the options. Of the top yep. eight in each conference, yep. right? Yep. And that's and that's how they would go at it and just seed the teams one through eight and have a playoff that way. I think whoever, whoever is in a playoff spot as of whenever they stop play two weeks ago. Well, no, you can't do that. You can't sure do you can. Well, no, you can't because some teams have played 60-some games and some teams have played three less. Yeah, you I can't guess. do that. That's why they're going to the percentages, I think. It's because Good you point. can't. Because okay. some teams would have three games in hand. If you're a point back of a playoff team, but you've played four fewer games and you don't make the playoffs, that's not that wouldn't be on. I don't think. I think I think that's why they were looking at their the percentages okay. of wins and losses because that's how they were going to maybe. And I I I, I don't know where I saw that if it was actually from the league or no, I've one heard of that the, rumor though one of the sports networks and that's why they would do that. Yeah. Okay. they wouldn't they wouldn't look at the top eight because because of games in hand and things like that. Yeah. It just wouldn't it wouldn't be fair if. If you were a point at a playoff spot, but played four fewer games than the team that got in, oh, you should have won more games in October. <laughs> then I guess I don't you're know. All, you're, you're all heart. <laughs> well, I just, but uh, yeah, that'll be uh, an interesting situation as well. One of the things I saw today is that uh, depending on when they get going, they would just and I'm all for this. Um, depending on when they'd get going, because they might not get going for another month or maybe even a month and a half. Uh, is don't worry about any regular season games jump right into the playoffs. Well, that's why they were looking at the winning percentages. Yeah, yeah for that very reason. Yeah. So, so I don't, and at that point in time, I don't know if you would have wild card teams. I think you'd just take one the, through eight. One through eight winning percentage. Okay. And those would be your those would be your playoff bound teams. And I mean, even some teams would still be ticked off at that if you're on a nine game losing skid and you, or yeah. winning or winning streak and you still fall short. I mean, that would be that would be disheartening. But a call one way or another is going to have to be made like that if if this this pandemic passes and if there is some sort of uh, NHL postseason and then you know do you take a look at maybe the first round going a best of three just to kind of make up yeah, a little bit make of up time, at the time you know yeah so yeah because there's all of, sorts uh, of there was all sorts of questions like what happens to free agency free agency yeah. always opens on July 1st but there might so still many might be unknowns. playing yeah. and you know when you when they deem it's okay to come back yeah you have a, a week or two training camp or because you yeah. can't just hop right into playing competitive hockey again right yeah. off the, the bat, in my opinion. Yeah. Hey, I know we're going to wrap it up real soon. Uh, you know, we uh, there's always been this saying about those that serve and protect, right? While we kind of 
run away from those that uh, are, we run away from danger, we keep ourselves safe. There's always those that serve and protect that run towards the danger to yep. keep us safe. And we always think of firemen and policemen and, and people like that. But, boy, medical staff, nurses and people like that on the front lines these days, you know, I, like I said, I don't know what the average nurse or hospital worker makes right now that provides essential service, but I can guarantee you that in times like this, it's probably not enough yep. because they are putting themselves on the line. So. To people that are spending their times in ERs and hospital rooms and dealing with this on top of those that are trying to fend off this terrible virus, um, we, uh, we're thinking about the people, the, the nurses and the doctors and everybody that has to go into care units and everybody that has to go to the hospitals to try help those that are in some trouble with this virus but also keep the rest of us uh, keep the rest of us safe i know my uh, roommate is a first responder he's a paramedic so uh, yeah big shout out to him oh, and of course sure. all the other you bet yeah. you know, policemen and, and women and, and firefighters and all that sort of stuff uh and you know all those essential services that are open even gas stations and, and grocery stores i mean the amount of bs that those grocery store workers are probably putting up with oh, at sure. this time of year absolutely yeah. during this Keeping is shelves stocked so at this unnecessary time of year. yeah and companies that are going around the clock to keep us in with what we need uh, for sure. I'm glad you pointed that out. The grocery store workers and those that are keeping us fed at this time, um, hats off to them too. Um, now, social media has been, just before we wrap things up, social media has always been known for the good and the bad. It seems like there's more bad than good yep. uh, this time of uh, year. But Joe Buck, and you're going to love this, Joe Buck, play by play guy, does a lot of yep. World Series, Super Bowl. Uh, he actually broadcasted his, <laughs> his wife and his young son getting into a little bit of a spat on yeah. Twitter earlier yeah. this week. So if you have Twitter, you can go on Joe Buck's <laughs> page and check it out. It's hilarious. This and, is what bored play-by-play guys do <laughs> is basically what he said in this tweet and that he did play-by-play of his uh, son in some, quote, half-assed Flintstones outfit <laughs> slapping his mother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, was a, uh, there was a Twitter... Uh, horse thing yeah. yesterday yeah. as well. Where I'm assuming Riding through the desert, and, yeah. yeah. Girlfriend and boyfriend. Yeah. But. So, I mean, it, it's not a good time to be locked in, but if you're on social media, there are some videos there that'll uh, kind of, uh, you know, bring some bring some chuckle to your day, which is uh, certainly something we all need right now, for sure. Exciting times uh, for the YXC Sports Podcast. Uh, like we said, off the top of the yep. show, we are on iTunes now, so you can check our episode out there. We're still going to be on Spotify and uh, hopefully sooner than later. We've got some other big things coming down the pipe, so we can't re- wait to release that information to the masses. So that's it. We're wrapping up the We're social it up. friendly edition of the YXE Sports Podcast. Well, yeah, absolutely. So hey, to stay nice to and, yeah, to stay nice and social distance, you can check this out on Spotify, uh, iTunes as well. Let us know what you think. It'll be on my personal Twitter and Facebook page. So you can check out there, and we will talk to you next week.